Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Regular season finale in the Caesars Superdome did not disappoint Cajun Cannon. A 48-17 victory for the Black and Gold. First half was a little, you know, iffy, but the Black and Gold really came out in the second half on fire. Well, yeah, um, you know, uh, Dennis Allen, the team knows, uh, you get off to a fast start, uh, the fans are going to be there. They're going to be loud and proud. Uh, But if you don't, get off to a fast start, look, look to start the game. I mean, uh, if you look at it, we let them go seven plays, 79 yards, we're losing seven to zero. And when you think about it, uh, we had the ball first, but we didn't score. So the fans were patient. They were patient enough till we bounced back. It was seven to seven. Then we're losing 14 to seven. And then it's 14, 14. There's no way in hell that I thought the final score would be 48-17. Then come on, if you, if, when it was 14-14, to 14, there's no way you thought that. No, you looked like we were trading blows and it was going to come down to uh, the wire like you thought. No, and I'm like, uh, uh, come on, defense. I'm, I'm like, the defense has to step up. Yeah. You can't be giving up uh, the, the chunk plays. I got that written somewhere. I mean, I'm looking at those chunk plays. Oh, yeah, here it is. Splash plays, chunk plays. 56 and 71 yards. You know what I'm thinking? Uh, what was this, a couple of seasons ago? Where we were winning by uh, 11 points with eight minutes left, and we gave up those splash chunk plays to the New York football giants. Yeah. That, okay, who's guarding who? Uh, you cannot give up those type of plays, but you got to give credit to the defense. They bounce back, and overall, uh, the performance. Uh, before I get into the details, if you look at it, how you're trending, uh, that's why uh, a lot of changes can be made in Atlanta. Not so much in New Orleans. You know, what have you done for me lately? If you look at the Saints now, uh, they've won four of the last five. And Atlanta has lost, uh, uh, and, and Atlanta has lost uh, four of the last five. Yeah, that does matter. Uh, when you're in December, January, uh, it's not September, like the Eagles. Look at the Eagles. They were 10-1. Uh, They're they ready to, to crucify everyone in Philadelphia right now. So where are we at right now? The Saints uh, have won four to, up. four to last five, right? And the Falcons have lost uh, uh, four to last five. So it just goes to show you uh, how things go in the perception of the ebb and flow and uh, where the NFL's at. Now, uh, the parity, always talk about the parity. It was 50-50 ordeal. But now we're winners. We're winners over Atlanta. Do you know we've played now, uh, when you look at it, uh, 100, 
this was the 109 matchup between the Saints and the Falcons. And we're up 55 to 54. Woohoo! We're up. We're up. We're up. We got one up. I, I'm just telling you, you never know how these games going to go, but we're up 55 to 54. What I remember, and who that nation remembers, because that's basically where it all started with the Who That Nation and that chant, uh, 2006. Well, since 2006, we now have won 25 games and only uh, lost 11. Mm, I don't think that's 50-50. Now think about that. Since 2006, so any Atlanta fan talking smack to a Saints fan, uh, what have we done for me lately? Not so fast. Uh, the Saints have won 25 games and lost 11 when you break it down in that regard. But when we look how the game unfolded, uh, the Saints, this was very Drew Brees-like or Sean Payton-like. Uh, we used to do this all the time, have almost two-to-one first downs. When all said and done, the Saints had 27 first downs. Uh, Atlanta had 14. Now, this has been outstanding throughout the season. Our third-down defense has been freaking awesome. You know, we want our, our defense as a whole to be in the top five for sure, top ten. Well, our third down defense has been in the top five the whole season. They're only 4 of 11, 36%. Now we need to get better offensively. We're only 3 of 10. But the third down defense, again, that's been outstanding every game. And that's one thing that's been consistent no matter what the month. September, October, November, December, now into January. Now, uh, I, I think red zone, I think our defense is outstanding. They're only 1 of 3, 33%. We were four of six, 67%, which, you know, um, when you're really, like, amongst the best of the best, you'd be about 75%. But that's winning football, 67% in the red zone. You know where we've been outstanding? It's been throughout the season. I think even uh, Coach Allen, Derek Carr, talked about this. Well, we got to get in the red zone, but we got to get in goal to goal. Get inside the 10-yard line. First and goal, Saints, nine, eight-yard line, whatever. Uh, Steve, I want to say we're like 90% on the season. It's unbelievable. Well, today we were 100%, three for three. So, uh, you, uh, obviously, you always want to get a touchdown in the red zone. But goal to goal, we have not gotten stuff. We have got in the end zone, and we were three for 300%. Now, you can look what happened at the end and all that, and we'll talk about that later. But the Saints had right at uh, 400 total net yards. Now, finally... Finally, what I've been saying the whole season, can we stop the run and can we run the football? Remember I told you how that had to be flipped? I got to get my notes somewhere. That needed to be flipped. Okay. When I look at this, because this is the whole season, okay, we've, uh, uh, we've averaged like three and a half yards a carry, but we've given up four and a half. That's got to be flipped, right? Yeah, I said that needs to be flipped. But guess what happened today? (laughs) We averaged four and a half yards a carry. We only gave a 3.1. Considering, that's outstanding, considering the last three games against Atlanta, they ran for over freaking 200 yards a game. We all know how they closed out the game in Atlanta, ran over 200 yards. I got to give Dennis Allen, the whole defensive staff, the front seven, everyone doing their job, that we were outstanding in our run defense. They had 25 carries for 78 yards, 3.1 average. We had 154 uh, yards rushing on 35 carries. So, 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 uh, that's outstanding. We finally did what we need to do week in and week out to complement the quarterback, 
We need to average 4.2, 4.5 and give up. If you run defenses right direction, like three, three and a half yards. Uh, so we finally did that. Now, again, this might be a boring stat to the fans. Hey, everybody, you always bring this up. I know winning football. I've been around long enough. I know what it takes. Deuce and I talk about this all the time. You know why? One of the main reasons why sometimes it's been ugly and the Saints have a chance and we got to wait and see what's going to happen late this afternoon. And it's a shame uh, that we didn't get the double-digit wins because we were plus three for the game in the turnover differential. We were plus three. Now we plus 11 for the season. And last year, you know, we were uh, seven, uh, minus 11. Whoa, 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 what? That was a glaring difference this year. The 11, amount of takeaways we were getting. Plus 11. I'm telling you, whether you win or lose, that, that's why it's like I still think about how in the hell we lost to the Packers. We're winning by 17 points with 12 minutes less, and we lost that game. That's why all the games count. So, you know, when you look, oh, we're going to get over, we're going to get over, we're going to get over this. But you look at the parity, and it's so close. You know, a fine, thin line. You know, you always hear that cliche, success and failure. But what happened in that Green Bay game has now come back to haunt us. Where we're at, because if we just, you know, you can look at some other games. There's always a handful of games of this, 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 that. But I'm saying it was so obvious. You're up by 17 points in 12 minutes and you lost to Green Bay? Come on. Just that one game, then you're in the postseason. So, but it is what it is. We've got to wait and see what's going to happen. Uh, I, I thought we've been more disciplined overall, uh, not only this game, but throughout the season, with penalty yards. Atlanta had eight penalties, 75 yards. I tell you, you always want, never want nine penalties or around 100 yards. But they had eight for 75. We only had three for 15. Uh, so, so that was outstanding. Again, we had a couple of interceptions. Uh, and, and then uh, we also get a fumble loss, so we were a plus three, like I said. And again, you, you can dictate. The ebb and flow of a game. Uh, look at time of possession. Now, we did this against Tampa Bay, too. I think I threw my notes away on this one. But I want to say I think it was even more than this. You look, two division opponents. We had almost the ball eight minutes more uh, than Atlanta. I want to say against uh, Tampa Bay, it might have been double digits. So that means you're controlling the tempo. And a lot of that is because of our outstanding third down defense. All those little things matter in the big picture when you look uh, what, what's finally going to occur. You're right, Bobby. Just to let you know, uh, time of possession, 36-38 for the Saints in the Tampa game. The Bucks had 23-22. No, uh, so that, that means we're not chasing nothing. We're controlling the ebb and flow of the game, and, and that is winning football. Now, hopefully it's not a little too late. Now, uh, again, let me see what I wrote here. <laughs> It was something about uh, people might not want to hear this. But I said this before the season. It does matter the other games. What I always say, what you got to do in the NFC South, go four and two. You got to go four and two. Now, you want to go five and one or undefeated. I'm trying to be realistic. And I'm saying you got to sweep one of your opponents. Now, I thought it might be Tampa Bay. No one thought Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield was going to be as good as they were. Everybody thought Carolina was going to be as good as they were. Uh, 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 better than they were. Yeah, yeah right. better than they were. So we swept them, and we split with Tampa Bay and Atlanta. You can almost expect that. Mark that down. Every year, 
uh, you going four and two or five and one? That's if, the minimum you should do, right? Yeah, if you're going to win your division and trend in the right direction, well, we four and two. Uh, but but look what happened. Then you go look at the tiebreakers and all that. So I look at the division, even though the NFC South is the NFC South. The NFC South was sorry, but that's why those other games matter. Those other NFC games. Now when I look at the Rams, we got waxed by the Rams, but the Packers we did not get waxed. So that's why you can look at all the games. You cannot afford to go down at home to Detroit 21 nothing. I'm telling you, there's like four or five games you can look at and what occurred, why we're in this situation, and we just waiting to see what's going to happen if we're going to be in the postseason. Now, if you look at it, uh, B. John Robinson. Okay, what I'm proud of, not so much, uh, much uh, us covering him in the passing game, <laughs> but uh, as a runner, he didn't do jack. He had 11 carries, 28 yards. He averaged two and a half yards a carry. To me, the guy who ran on uh, on us last year uh, was Algier, who had right. over 100 yards. Well, he averaged four yards a carry, but they only gave him the ball uh, six times. So, the, again, like I said, they averaged 3.1. B. John Robinson had seven catches for 103 yards, uh, a 15-yard average, you know, a 71-yard touchdown. Then you look at Miller, had that 56. That's those two splash plays. Right. That's what you have to avoid. But Robinson ended up having 131 total yards. Uh, we look at that, how you contribute. Uh, since we did not have Alvin Kamara, you would say Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill had 79, 79 total yards. If we'd added Alvin Kamara to that, uh, we would have been fine. Uh, we would have been fine right where we need to be because it would have been 150-plus. Uh, it's just the way it is because I think even though Miller – uh, even though Jamal Williams, they're trying to do something. Like, look at Miller. I thought he was outstanding. Well, it's about time. Look where we drafted you. You averaged five and a half yards a carry. You had a touchdown, 13 attempts, 73 yards. Uh, look at Taysom. Six carries, 51 yards, eight and a half yard average. Jamal Williams, look, he didn't deserve that damn touchdown at the end. Oh, we want to give him a touchdown. Give him a touchdown for what? He averaged uh, 1.9 yards a carry. He had 14 carries, 26 yards. So we're going to give him a touchdown? I mean, uh, he can go to Comic-Con, Pokemon, what I know, and all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, Jamal Williams did not deserve a touchdown. I agree with Dennis Allen. Maybe I'm an old uh, uh, curmudgeon, an old fart, and maybe these young people, oh, but you don't go get your head coach. I can tell you that right now. That never would happen in the past. No, you're kneeling down, and, you, and you're going to do the right thing. Because you got to be respectful to the game. That's where as a coach or as a player, and Dennis Allen said the right thing. Uh, because when you look at Arthur Smith, he goes, this is a bunch of BS. You're damn right it is. You do not do that. That's disrespectful to the game. Now, maybe some young people, uh, I don't know, millennials, Gen Z, whatever, you, whatever how you want to describe people, you do not give that touchdown to Jamal Williams. How has Jamal Williams deserved that touchdown? He led the NFL last year in touchdowns. So you're going to throw him a garbage touchdown? How about you score before that? And you only average like uh, two yards a carry. Come on, that, 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 that's bogus. That, that, that's Bush League. I think uh, Hudats don't care, though, because it was against the Falcons. Well, it doesn't matter who you play. you got to respect the game. you, you got to respect the game. And that's why, uh, I don't know, uh, I guarantee you, back in the day, if the coach told you kneel down, then you kneel down. You don't go against the head coach. Now, you might say, well, Dennis Allen, can he control? Uh, you know, you always say, can you uh, control the asylum or whatever or what's happening? Uh, no, no, that, that, that's not right. That's not right for them to score at the end. Uh, now, that, that's a different topic.
<laughs> Some people might not agree with me right there, but that's got gar- You know, you talk about garbage yards. Well, that's a garbage touchdown. Sure. Uh, so, when I, again, I went off on a tangent then. Uh, now, I, I look at Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, you think he's – I hope Atlanta thinks he's their future quarterback. Right. Then the Saints should win. I mean, Desmond Ritter, he started off hot when you look at him. But overall, Desmond Ritter's not going to be their guy of the future. Uh, okay, again, it might tick off some Saints fans, but I'm going to say here. Uh, Derek Carr is the man. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, Derek Carr is the man. I'm going to tell you why he's the man. It's always what have you done for me lately. Now, if Derek Carr would have had the month that he's had the last four or five games in September and then fallen off the cliff, what have you done for me lately? Right. Let me tell you what Derek Carr has done. What have you done for me lately? You might say, well, Abraham, look at the opponents. Yes, but it's still the National Football League. Okay, Derek Carr has put together, I said this in the pregame, a three-game stretch where he completed a league-best 74%. Okay, uh, you know what? Today he was 22 of 28. Okay, now think about this. This is all the NFL quarterbacks. Where they're at right now to close out the season, Derek Carr completed an NFL best 74% of his passes, and he had eight touchdowns and one interceptions. Uh, well, you know what? Now he has 12 touchdowns and one interception because he had zero today. So, uh, And then he had a quarterback rating of 117. Over at the, oh, well, uh, today he had a quarterback rating of 145 and a half. Okay, you know the quarterback rating of 117? That was third best mark in the NFL. Okay, there's 32 quarterbacks. So uh, you can hate on Derek Carr whatever you want. That's why uh, what they got invested in him. And in the future, he's healthy now on the back end of the season. Ain't uh, Listen, you better jump on board with Derek Carr because ain't nothing changing. What he done in December to close out the season, where we at? I don't know if we're going to be in the postseason. But what he did to finish the season, uh, again, that's not an opinion. Uh, that's a fact. You might say, hey, Barry, that's your opinion. No, this is all the NFL quarterbacks. He's number one in completion percentage, and he uh, has the third best passer rating. He might, after today being 145 and a half, he might even move up in, in that category. So, again, I just go by what I see, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, what you're accomplishing, look, look at look at this thing. Look, look um, uh, you want to talk about explosive chunk plays. Look at Rashid Shahid. Uh, three catches. He averaged 20, uh, 22 yards a catch. Chris Olave. Three catches. He averaged 19 yards a catch. A.T. Perry, he averaged 18 yards a catch. Now I'm rounding it off, but that's four touchdowns. Like Rashid won, Alave won, uh, A.T. Perry two. So, uh, again, that's what happened. And the one thing, you know what we've done? You know what I like about A.T. Perry? Damn sure. Damn right he's diamond in the rough. Uh, You know what I like? Contested catches. Okay, it's one-on-one. The ball's up there. You know what we did against Atlanta? We exploited the outside their cornerbacks. You know, when you're going against, like, uh, I was like uh, Jesse Bates. Remember when he had that pick six? Right. Well, that's a safety. No, he's like, oh, pro, he's amongst the best. Pick on the outside guys. (laughs) Don't bait him in the middle. And we're able to do that. So uh, when I I look at that, uh, listen, you can hate on Derek Carr or whatever, but I know what I've done for him lately. Derek Carr is amongst the best. 
Derek Carr is not only in the uh, – um, like if they have 32 starting quarterbacks, not only is he in the top five, he's in the top three. Uh, I, I, no, I, I'm just going by what he's produced. Touchdown, interception ratio, and his accuracy. No, yeah, bear. some of those are garbage yards. Uh, I mean, uh, not all of his garbage yards. I'm just telling you, he was beat up, playing hurt. You have to look at all that. And the one thing that the one player that's not garbage, and he always shows up, and I think he'll show up next year, uh, is Demario Davis. Double D, Demario Davis, nine total tackles. He led the team with two tackles for a loss. Doesn't look like he has a high motor and that uh, he don't like, oh, he's a, he's a step slow. You might say sometimes Honey Badger or different people, uh, maybe they lost a step. Uh, you know, you might, you know, you, when you look at it, like uh, Cam Jordan, I don't know. Uh, they were outstanding, but where are they at now? Well, Double D is, uh, is amongst the best still to me uh, where he's at. Um, look at Abram. Uh, I think he can be exploited at time, but he ended up uh, uh, tying with Demario Davis for nine total tackles. Uh, the one guy, uh, Steve, I don't know, considering we paid him some money, he'd be an honorable mention, Diamond in the Rough, Nathan Shepard. He ends up with a sack, a quarterback hurry, and a tackle for a loss. You know, uh, you don't see, I don't think we've even interviewed him in the media. I, 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 I think he tells the media to go F themselves. Has anybody talked to Nathan Shepard? I just remember his introductory press conference, and that's really it, so you're right. Oh, no. Nobody. <laughs> I, okay, I challenge all the media because they're out there. Because they're, they're journalists. Uh, journalists. Uh, go, go talk to Nathan Shepard. I don't know. People want to hear him. Now, we're hear Colin Sanders. Uh, Colin Sa- uh, Saunders, he talks all the time. Right. Uh, but he don't have the production of Nathan Shepard. He don't have that kind of production. I'm not hating on nobody. I'm just telling you what has occurred. But Nathan Shepard... Has stepped up uh, big time. Uh, how about Peyton Turner? You know what Peyton Turner did? Oh, okay, when you look, not only that he had a former recovery. Happy 25th birthday. Uh, but, but you know what he did? He led the team in quarterback hurries with two. He's fresh. I mean, he's fresh. He had two. Uh, Nathan Shepard had one, but he had two. Carl Grandison had one. Carl Grandison had a tackle for a loss. But Peyton Turner, it's about time. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, do you have that much patience with him? I mean, I think next year you know what's going to happen. Okay, Payne Turner. Look what we have invested in you. We're not picking up your fifth-year option. So you know what Payne Turner needs to do in his camp? I'm talking about his people. No, no what Payne Turner needs to do is kick ass next year. Right, have a paycheck kind of year. And then all of a sudden either the Saints are going to pay you or somebody else is going to pay you. But the Saints aren't going to pick up that fifth-year option and all that because you got to do something first. Payton Turner, Payton Turner's like a, 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 a poor man Marcus Davenport. He's like, you know, we're like, we want that about Davenport. He's helming as well. Payton Turner has produced when he's played. I, I think if you can count, if you can count uh, when you think about Davenport's games. So let's say I'm just saying on the top of my head, like it's almost two handfuls. You know, I'm not just talking about one season. Let's say, like, boy, just look at this highlight reel of about eight to ten games with Davenport. And that's why the, uh, the, the Vikings paid Davenport, but he's been hurt for, with them. But Payne Turner, it might be one or two games. When Payne Turner has played in a Saints uniform, he's on the stat sheet. Whether there's a quarterback hurry 
or a tackle for loss. Now it might be only two or three times. Just <laughs> just fifteen games in three years, Bobby. That's rough. Who's that? Payne, Payne Turner? Turner, right? Yeah, uh, but, but I can remember like games. He's all uh, right. Uh, uh, he's he's contributing. You could see him in the stat line. Tackles for loss, uh, like quarterback hurries and all that. But uh, no, I, I think he realizes he got to put up or, or, or shut up kind of thing. But uh, I mean, I don't know. It's a shame that the Saints are in the situation we're not in the postseason because I think we could be dangerous. We could be the type team, and hopefully, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, like it's three to three. I'm looking at the Cardinals and the Seahawks. And right now, Green Bay's up seven to three over the uh, Bears right now. So I mean, that both could go down to the wire. Right. Uh, but uh, I'm telling you, you know what I like about the NFL postseason versus any major league or the NBA? What? Not necessarily the the the, the best team's going to win. Damn, Seattle just scored. Uh, but but the, you know what's the difference? It's not a series. Remember, Any given Sunday, as they no, say. It is one game. And, and you might think, uh, like, look last year. You know how we think uh, San Francisco's like all that and all that? Sure. Well, I mean, I remember last year they scored 13 points against us. <laughs> now, think about that. We, we were right there, and then Alante Taylor had the pick six, the penalty and all that. Kamara had a fumble. On the four-yard line. Ugh. No, I, I'm telling you, it's one game, anything can happen. So if you could just get in. And we're hot right now. Going to, if we could get in the postseason, I don't know if we've done enough. Simply because we dropped the ball against the Packers. What a coincidence! It's a damn Jim Mora thing. Yep. The, what, we're up 17 points with 12 minutes left, and we lose that game. That's ridiculous. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.